This is the morning brief from the Economic Times. IPL 2021 has been suspended. Postponed is another word that has been used in the press release of the BCCI. Massive COVID crisis, but nevertheless the IPL had to be suspended this time though because of various participants testing positive. Some players, some uh, support staff members of the IPL have tested positive uh, for COVID-19. This has happened in various teams and then came the decision earlier today that the IPL will be suspended. The Indian Premier League or IPL is an annual carnival of cricket and entertainment meant as a respite in the evenings for sports enthusiasts IPL this year got labeled as tone deaf when it decided to go ahead with the matches even as india's covid numbers galloped this week when players and other contingent members tested positive this session of IPL was postponed indefinitely But did the organizers react too late? I am Devina Sengupta and you are listening to the Morning Brief. Today I talk to Joy Bhattacharya, former director of an IPL team Kolkata Knight Riders, K Srinivas Rao from the Times of India who has been tracking IPL, and my colleague Gaurav Laghate who reports on the business of the game. I'll ask them how the IPL bubble burst and the impact the postponement will have on the organizers, sponsors and those who depend on it for their livelihoods. Good morning Joy, Srinivas and Gaurav and thank you for being with us on this podcast. Hi, good morning. Thank you, pleasure being here. Joy, has the decision to stop IPL or rather postpone IPL come in very late when players for a while were testing positive and uh, many of the staff inside the bubble created were also testing positive see once you start something a behemoth like the IPL i think you're duty bound both the players and the team to go with it as long as you can go because once you accept the fundamental premise that okay it's required it's something that's entertainment it's something that has already started so you've already brought so many people here then it was their business to take it through as long as possible but i think under those circumstances once you mobilize all these resources to start moving it was imperative on them to carry it on as far as possible but it worked in uae and it did not work in india what was the difference so i have some fundamental things you know one of the things is that you know these are basic management balance that you have sometimes a benign an outsider is better to have than an insider now what happened in the uae was they had a bubble company or experts uh, out there who had nothing to do with india or indian cricket who were monitoring the entire thing and i remember commentators and even players you know telling me about you know how tough it was and how these guys were over the top in being tough which they probably were but i think what we didn't realize out there is that when you are in a outside country a b is when you have or deal with people who don't care whether you're a cricket star or a cricketer or a famous commentator then their ability to become strict with you and their ability to actually say that no sorry you can't do this becomes much much more so there's no external body who's pushing back saying that okay these norms have to be maintained now suppose you are working in the ipl okay and therefore you are employed by the ipl 
how easy or difficult is it for you to turn around and tell somebody say of the higher management saying that oh you know my son wants just one picture it won't make any difference or that you know we just need to go out there and just meet somebody for 2 minutes so that is the problem within a country as populous as india with so many venues and without an outside body who actually didn't care and were just could be very tough and strict the chances of some sort of a breach happening in india were much 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 higher got of this ipl were the discussions that uh, it should be scheduled in sharja or dubai like it happened last year was it because it was too expensive or we thought we were over the covid hurdle so uh, right devina as you said uh, there were discussions yes and uh, one set of people they wanted it to happen in uae but there was other set who were very keen on doing the ipl in india and the main reason was they wanted to show the preparedness ahead of the t20 world cup i guess uh, and also because uh, the cases were down i mean we have to remember that cases were down at that time that there was no second wave in the horizon so i think they got overconfident that they can do it and the cases are down and the vaccines are coming in so just in their hubris uh, of showing the to the world that we can do we can uh, we can prepare we can run this kind of a huge uh, league even in the middle of a pandemic uh, that was the idea right so over optimism could have cost us a lot of money and shrini coming to the finances aspect and you have been tracking ipl throughout bcci is said to incur losses of over 2000 crore due to the postponement of ipl and this is one of the biggest money spinners for sponsors and bcci how much will this impact their coffers in many ways uh, losses uh, that we read about i mean i myself have written about it but uh, in many ways when you look at these losses these are really notional because you can't put an exact figure in many ways to you know what exactly is going to be the impact i'll give you an example uh, for uh, you know 29 matches have been played uh, so far 31 are left which means around 50% of the ipl was played 50% was remaining so from whatever payments are going to be made from the central pool revenue pool whatever staff pays to the bcci whatever the you know central sponsors pay to the bcci there's going to be 50% of the amount the total amount so ipl's revenue for the year in case if it does not happen for the year 2021 if it's if it's been completely shelved has been halved but this is on paper okay what we do not consider because what do we consider when we look at these figures what do we consider we consider uh you know what is the what is the broadcaster paying for uh, the rights uh, what are the sponsors paying or or you know what are the official partners paying for to bcci for the ipl these are what we look at when we consider revenues of ipl but we don't consider that this is not the be all and end all of why ipl is important from a business perspective you know there is a groundsman at a wankhede stadium there is a groundsman at at the eden gardens in kolkata uh, uh, who makes his uh, uh, annual income when the ipl happens you know and uh, you and me the viewers we pay for our uh, hotstar subscription i mean that money is not going to come back so these are the actual losses that the ipl is going to suffer like you know in the sense at a very small level because at the at the level at which star and bcci and the players are there those are notional losses and they don't really mean anything in the largest scheme of things because what has been lost this year is going to be made up next year but joy ipl right from the start this year at least few weeks down the line uh, when it started 
it started getting a lot of negativity there was a lot of flack especially on social media uh, which termed the ipl as tone deaf and being insensitive to the crisis the rest of the country was facing matches happened in ahmedabad and delhi which saw so many deaths now these calls have received a lot of negative comments has the image of ipl taken a severe beating now two things one is that the image of ipl every year from year one takes a severe beating for some reason or the other it makes the brand bigger and bigger and bigger okay from shoaib akhtar being banned to lalit modi going out to two teams being banned which of these has actually hurt the ipl financially tell me the look that doesn't matter and that honestly doesn't bother i'll tell you what does bother me and that's for me a much deeper question and a question that we need to struggle with is that when this started one is that there was nobody in the ipl who turned around and said you know what we are in the middle of a pandemic there are some things that we need to do some sops the game has to go on because we believe and genuinely believe that people are getting entertainment and once this commitment has been done let's go with it and let's give them something deeply but can we wear say black armbands can we have responsible statements can we have teams getting together and figuring out what they can do in their local community all this in my opinion happened way too late because what worries me is that there was nobody at that point in the administration and this has to come from the bcci and not just from the teams who turned around and said you know what this is we are in the middle of a pandemic we will continue to do it but it must be done in a responsible way in a way that takes cognizance of the fact that what is happening all around us is an absolute total catastrophe yes i think that came too little and too late for me and that 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 saddens me shini these things you know these things matter a lot and why wasn't this done because players throughout were you know putting up photographs of their families in the bubble and these were all very happy photographs there was no comment on personal donation and in times when a large amount of work is happening over social media like twitter uh, besides a donation from pat cummins and then few followed uh, there was absolutely mum silence from bcci where donations and participating in in uh, these causes are concerned what pat cummins did was very very highly appreciated on social media and everywhere pat cummins has also said that he would contribute $50000 so that india can purchase oxygen extending a helping hand in these difficult times and of course it inspired others to do the same but it's not like the others didn't do anything those who were posting this on social media it's not like they were sitting there doing nothing I know of several cricketers uh, who have done a lot in very very different ways, uh, which uh, they have not gone ahead and posted on Twitter. And I, I by by saying that I don't mean that what Pat Cummins did was wrong. What Pat Cummins did was actually very important because it inspired a lot many others in the IPL fraternity among cricketers, especially among overseas cricketers, to take cognizance of what was required, what is important. So that was indeed a very very a wonderful thing that he did but it's wrong to say that uh, you know the others did not do anything they everybody most cricketers uh, especially the senior india cricketers and all i know have have silently participated in a in a lot of uh, effort that has gone behind the scenes what are your sources in bcci saying what will be the next step now well they're saying a lot of things first of all um, you know they had an emergency meeting yesterday morning which started at around 10:30 11 until then until the night before the idea was to shift the ipl to mumbai for this they had spoken to the government of maharashtra 
They spoke with, you know, the Environment and Cultural Minister, Aditya Thakre. The meeting ensured that uh, Mr. Thakre uh, gave ahead, uh, gave them the go-ahead to, you know, kind of host the matches uh, in Mumbai under certain protocols. So the BCCI until yesterday morning was, uh, you know, yesterday morning, I mean, Tuesday morning, right? Yeah. So uh, until then, uh, the BCCI was convinced that um, they will uh, go ahead and uh, ship the matches to Mumbai. Except that one particular franchise at around 11, 11.30 in the morning put its foot down and said it will not continue. No matter what, in the current circumstances, the franchise said we will not continue with the IPL anymore. That was the starting point. After that, two other franchisees uh, you know, agreed to support what that one franchise was saying. After that, broadcasters Star came on board. They said, okay, this makes sense. I mean, we also agree to it. And that's how the build-up started happening. So uh, what was the BCCI thinking? The BCCI wasn't really thinking until 24 hours ago, until these voices started coming together and, and you know, kind of things started happening. And that is when they started taking cognizance of the fact that people actually are thinking differently and we need to do something about it, which is when they went into an emergency meeting and which is when this decision came. Now, this decision... It comes with a lot of after effects. Why? Because number one, the IPL has been left midway at 50%. Can it be held? Trust me, between now and the end of the year, as far as possible, the BCCI and the stakeholders of the IPL are going to try and see in some way or the other if this tournament can be concluded. If not in the same format, tweak it a bit. I'll give you an example, maybe select the top four teams right now, finish it with a knockout, or probably, you know, have a 12, 15-day window, do double-headers every day. As long as the broadcasters and the BCCI are on the same page, along with the franchisees, the effort will be to talk out at least a two-week window to complete the remaining set of the IPL. Uh, Gaurav, IPL is expected to be followed by T20 World Cup in India. Do you think it is going to happen right now? No. So the thing is, I don't think uh, until and unless situation improves drastically, there is no chance that uh, T20 World Cup can be held in India. I think uh, BCCI has also agreed and that they have said that it may be, uh, it may happen in UAE, though BCCI will keep the rights. So I think what BCCI, one campaign BCCI is thinking that just ahead of the T20 World Cup, uh, they can have the remaining of the tournament. Joy, a larger uh, picture out here is, and you have been so intrinsically involved with the IPL before. A, how difficult it is for franchises to pull out? What kind of pressures do they face? B, we have had players uh, pull out even in this IPL, you know, like uh, Andrew Tai and uh, Liam Livingstone, Ashwin, Adam Zampa, they have opted out. Could a similar stance have been picked up by the senior players uh, who have been playing for India? Saying safety is important? I think they don't. I think the BCCI would have assured them of all safety being taken care of. You know, that's one thing the BCCI would have told them that we look after you. They have the evidence of Dubai. So the BCCI would tell them, look, we took you to Dubai. We kept you safe. We brought you back. Okay. I mean, so there's no reason for any senior player to turn around and say that I'm at risk. Secondly, let's separate the cases. Ashwin was a very different case. Ashwin's family was infected and he went there for the sake of his family. That's one thing. A lot of the other players, two things happen. One is that if you're a player who's not playing, 
you're wondering i'm not even playing in the team i'm sitting outside and i'm risking my life and b is that i'll tell you personally that anyway even when there was no covid ipl is like a bubble it's a very high pressure bubble when your team is your you're in a hotel you're moving from hotel to hotel all you see are hotels airports and practice grounds that's all you see and if you're not playing anyway there's a huge psychological impact on players you know especially guys who are in the fringes they know that they don't have a chance on top of that if you put this covid threat on top of it and the fact that they're in a bubble and their isolation is much much more stringent it is very difficult for a lot of players so they've broken for very different reasons you know some of the foreign players have broken because they said you know i'm not even going to play out here i'm not getting a chance and i'm sitting out here risking my life what am i doing here so they've sort of left the other thing is that you see they're they're in a very strange bind now because these a lot of the senior indian players will have to return almost immediately because they're going to go go and play the world test championships and in the world test championships they'll have to enter another bubble before they go out of india practice in that bubble and then leave or they go to the uk do their quarantine out there and then start practicing out there so it's not as if they're going to at least 12 13 of them are almost going to immediately go to go into some sort of bubble again after 2 3 days so this was in many ways a lot of people thought that in any case if i have come this far out i might as well go and complete it okay but shrini one thing i wanted to come back to you on is that now what is the fate of foreign players especially the australians who are stuck i mean their country said that you know entering is not going to be an easy task anymore so what is the process now that ban uh, which the country has put uh, it's uh, up for review it actually ends on technically it ends on the 15th it's up for review on the 15th so um, uh, you know the australian government is going to take a, a revision call on the 15th so what everybody is expecting here is that uh, there is going to be a leeway uh, for you know player cricketers uh, and and uh, every other support staff that is traveling back to australia which was here for the ipl in the meantime what the franchises are trying to do is they are trying to work together all most franchises are trying to come together in order to see or what can be done for these cricketers for example you know there are australian cricketers in in almost every franchise so uh, in terms of chartering a flight uh, franchises are planning to come together in order to accommodate and put them in one flight you know it, the details of which are being worked out as we speak uh, there is a chance that these cricketers could be sent to sri lanka or to maldives which you know where uh, commentator like uh, michael slater is already uh, gone he's he's already quarantining in in maldives so these cricketers could be sent to these countries these places where they quarantine for a week or something until uh, the australian government uh, starts revising its protocols and from there they head home right joy correct me if i'm wrong but what about insurance you know when a match gets cancelled or when a series gets cancelled is it insured are players insured how does one get compensated look i think in my time there used to be insurance definitely there used to be match insurance and player insurance also used to be taken out what i am not aware of and maybe sini is in a much better position to say is in these covid times will they manage to get an insurance or not for a tournament because i would imagine that uh, the premiums in say in 2014 when there was you know everything was fine outside and the premiums now would be very very different so I am not aware of whether this year they got insurance for the kind of tournament they did or the players. So that uh, Shini or Gaurav might have a better handle on that. Yeah, I would like to chip in sure, here Gaurav. because, of course, uh, as as Joy said, you know, <laughs> till last year neither BCCI nor Star or any franchisee had anticipated any situation uh, that may arise due to global pandemic, and uh, even the insurance policies taken 
by anyone at that time to cover ipi had no clauses on pandemics however you know all the contracts now accounts for pandemic and have specific clauses in case of suspension postponement or cancellation of the event mostly as per mutual agreements uh, yes the the premiums have gone up uh, i was talking to some people they said almost 15 to 20% also in some cases but but all have those contingencies in place now right thank you joy shrinivas and gaurav for breaking down the far reaching consequences of a postponed ipl taking few lines from et's editor views indrajit hazra's latest column ipl 2021 provided many a sliver of silver in billowing dark clouds but till this rotten state of pitch country and world passes there are other things to take one's mind off our fears worries and anguish i'm devina sengupta and you've been listening to the morning brief This episode was edited by Nehal Chaliawala and coordinated by Bhavya Dilip Kumar. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. Do send in your feedback to the morning brief at timesgroup.com and share the episode on your social media networks. The morning brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Thank you for listening and have a nice day ahead. The IPL theme music used in this podcast belongs to BCCI.